Okay, welcome Lindsay to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So we're here today to learn about your fitness journey. So for the viewers that obviously don't know you, give a wee intro of who you are and what you do. Hi, yeah, my name's Lindsay Foster. Um, I'm actually an occupational therapist, um, as well as a PT and fitness instructor. Um, I just kind of got into being a PT last year after um, lockdown. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do, but just never really plucked up the courage to do it before. So it's been a whirlwind year, but I'm absolutely loving every minute of it. Nah, fantastic. So <clears throat> we're obviously here to find out about your journey and your entire life. So we're going to go back to your, your school years. So what sort of activities were you involved in back then, Lindsay? Um, well, when I was in the high school, I always swam. I swam for like the town, Girvin. So um, and that's really all I did. I'm a bit dyslexic, so I was never good at sports. I could never catch a ball. Um, so it was only really swimming I did and maybe a wee bit of cycling. Um, but I'd always been a wee bit heavier at school and the swimming kind of kept my weight down. So as soon as I stopped swimming and things, um, I, I put on a lot of weight. Um, so yeah, that, that was it, really just swimming. Right, okay. So let's talk about challenges growing up. What sort of challenges did you have? Well, like I say, I was a wee bit dyslexic, so I was always kind of the last person picked for the team. Um, like, I, I couldn't catch a ball, was never any good at sports. I hated PE, like, I used to always want a note from my mum because I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I hate being rubbish at anything, uh, and I was always rubbish at PE. It was, it was my worst subject at school, and now, like, um, now I love training. Um, like I say, I was always a wee bit bigger. I think in primary one, I, I I was actually nearly bigger than the primary four year, like the um, eight year olds, because I was really solid built. Um, so I did get bullied a wee bit in the primary right. uh, school, but um, yeah. But you, you overcame that, yeah? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I overcame that. Uh -huh. Right, okay. So let's obviously you, you touched on how you became a PT uh, over a year ago, is that right? I actually qualified in April because uh, I had to wait to do my my practical when the gyms opened back up. So it was probably a year ago today I signed up to do my level two and level three, something that I probably wanted to do for about the past, oh God, 15 years or something. Right, okay. So so let's let's talk about how, how did you come to that decision to, to get back back involved in fitness? Well, I've always been into uh, fitness and training, but for years I just did loads and loads of fitness classes. Um, and I had about 11 years ago, I had a really bad accident and I fractured my larynx and I lost my voice. So had I not done that, I would probably have done my training a lot like years and years ago, but I couldn't project my voice. So I was really nervous, like speaking out in public. Yeah. And I don't think I could have took a class because my voice wouldn't project in a big hall. Um, and then when lockdown came, all the fitness classes shut. So I, I was following somebody online, Laura Mullen, who then became my PT. Um, her during lockdown, and um, I signed up for a project with MTN Coaching, the Fat Loss Project. And that was the first time I've ever learned really about nutrition. And also, 
I started working out in a different way. I just started using weights and I wasn't doing any classes. And my body changed significantly. I actually came second out of, I think there was about 600 people in the Fat Loss Project. And I came second for the biggest transformation in the eight weeks. So then David Hatt, who owns NTM, was putting a few 15 people through their PT. And I don't know why. I thought, oh, I'm going to message him. And I said, I think I might be too old. I don't know if I'd be good enough. And he's like, Lindsay, you would be perfect. So that's how I got into becoming a PT. <clears throat> and then um, I think lots of people have seen my transformation. I kept getting messages off friends and family, like, oh, you helped me get in shape. And then I decided in Boxing Day I'll start a wee fat loss group myself, yeah. thinking I might get 10 people. And I think within four days, I'd 100, I then put it out on Facebook, said I wanted to join my free fat loss group, not really having a clue what I was going to be doing. Yeah. I had 164 people sign up. I couldn't believe it. I was overwhelmed. And at one point during lockdown, I had 600 people in my group. Um, and it, like, I just went from strength to strength. So... After the first three months, I decided I'd put a lot of work into it. A few instructors doing classes for me because I was too nervous to do them myself because I thought it would be rubbish. Um, and then I started doing a few of my own and I absolutely loved it. So now, uh, then I started up a wee paid group. It was only £10 to join. I think I'd about, oh God, yeah, like I say, up to nearly 600 people at one point when the gyms were shut. Yeah. Still run that group. Still got over 300 people on it and then I run another group which is a strength group so it's like an upgraded version yeah so people need weights for the fat loss group you don't need any weights for the strength group you need weights and then I started PTing from my kitchen <laughs> and now I've got a wee gym out in my garden so it's been absolutely unbelievable mm -hmm. um like yeah I, I just absolutely love it and I wish I'd had the confidence to do this years ago um instead of instead of just waiting and waiting like yeah no, fantastic. And then you obviously mentioned that you you messaged um, that company and you thought you were too old. If you don't mind um, asking, what age are you? 41. 41. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. 41 and a half. Right, okay. So, so, you know, obviously we talk about fitness. So what age do you feel being, what age do you feel your fitness age is? Oh, probably about 21. I'm actually better now than I've ever been in my whole life, honestly. Right. Like, um, yeah, generally much, much better than I've ever been. I mean, when I was 21, I was five stone heavier. So yeah, I, I would never have dreamt I'd have a physique like this. Like, I don't know if it, in my Facebook there's a picture of me five stone heavier. And I would never at that point when I just started getting into fitness have thought I would ever look like this or ever had a physique like this. And now, like, fitness is just part of my life. Like, I don't even, I don't feel as if I need to work at it. Um, yeah. And nutrition now, my nutrition can change significantly in the past year. Um, I eat a lot more protein. I eat a lot more calories. And um, it's just it's just like a new way of life for me. Like, if I go into a restaurant or go and pick a sandwich, the first thing I look at is how much protein it's got. I don't look at the calories. I'm like, yeah. So that's what I, I look at protein. Nah, fantastic. And then, obviously, you mentioned you're an uh, NHS nurse, is that right? An occupational therapist. So, yeah, I work in neuro rehab and major trauma. It's an absolutely brilliant job. So I only work two and a half days. And people keep asking me if I'm going to leave. And I keep thinking, like, I'm getting so busy at my PT and I could easily do this full time. And the part of me wants to, but then I just love my job so much. And the oh. kind of, we work together really well. So. Yeah. 
Um, and my job, be, I get people come into me like literally a head in the bed, like they can't move, they can't move a single muscle in their body. They've got yeah. track, can't speak. And we teach them how to sit up. And then nine months down the line, they're walking out our unit. We, and we, we go set, we have review meetings. It's it's very like PT kind of yeah. thing, but that must, a lot that more challenging. That must feel, you know, a wee bit, you know, you know, obviously you're, you're feeling a wee bit of, how do I put it, your confidence must get high when you see people oh. you know, who can't obviously move anything from and then walking, etc. nine months down the line or maybe sooner. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I've actually got a few ex-patients who have um, been in contact with me wanting to come for PT. I'm a bit full just now, though, but right. it's, to, it's so nice to see their journey um, and how far they've come, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you obviously you, you spoke about your your transformation. So, h- how much fat loss did you you have during that period? What do you mean, like um, from in my initial transformation, like what, or du- was... during the during your actual program? With or the MTM. Yeah. Actually, I didn't really have that much fat loss to be honest. I don't think the scales moved much. Um, and I, I did do a, a post on this on Instagram to say. My body shape changed considerably, and right. I think I maybe lost six pounds. But the change in my body shape was phenomenal. And now I'm actually, I used to sit about nine stone four, right? And I was obsessed with that. If I got over, okay. I was obsessed. Now I don't even, I couldn't even tell what weight I am. I don't even weigh myself. I know I'm, I'm, I'm over 10, 10 stone, and I'm in the best. So I'm a stone heavier than I would normally have considered healthy for me, and I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. So. Yeah, I call the skills a sad step, and I don't encourage my clients to stand on them either. Do you know, I, just... um, I, I, I don't like the skills either. <laughs> if I must so admit, you know, I enjoy my training. Um, I enjoy doing the occasional spin cover. You know, yeah. getting my cardio in, um, and then I'll, I'll do weights. Um, I, I definitely prefer doing weights over cardio, hundred <laughs> percent. And like loads of people say to me, I can't believe like when I run my strength <laughs> groups, I'll get their Apple watches on, like. I can't believe how how much my heart rate has gone up just standing like doing like lunges and stuff. Um, and I, I've got a lot of cardio bunnies in my group now who like used to just do loads of classes and now they just do the tr- just do more weight training and yeah. they love it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still do my fat burn extreme. And yesterday I went for a run because I still cardio is really good for your mental health and I think it's good for keeping your heart healthy, like it's, it's definitely got a place, but I always prioritise my strength training now over over and above everything and like the cardio stuff's more of an accessory. No, definitely, Lindsay. And then, so obviously you work two and a half days, you, you, you've you got your wee business, your PT and you've got your classes. Right, so let's talk about how you, you fit in your own fitness routine into all this. Well... <laughs> I've actually, just had, I've actually just hired an online coach, uh, Christine Hill, who's been phenomenal. And I basically sent him what I did in the week. He was like, oh my God, Lindsay. So he kind of told me I need to take some time for myself. So I actually took my weekends back and I don't do any classes in my groups at the weekend. Um, and I'm absolutely loving having that freedom. And I think it's made, making me a better coach. I've got more energy the days that I'm there. And to be honest, it's not healthy to train every single day. You do need a rest day, so I should be teaching that to my clients as well. Um, but Christine, because I've got such a such a busy life, has just given me three full body workouts. Um, and in my strength group, 
I kind of can incorporate some of them into it. But the past two weeks, I've been getting up at five o'clock in the morning. So I've been getting up an hour earlier and doing my training a few times a week before I actually do um, my live stuff. Right, okay. And that is just what I need to do. I'm more of a morning person, so if I waited to night time, I'm absolutely exhausted and yeah. my quality is not as good. So I just got up first thing, have my espresso, take my uh, creatine, and then just in the gym. Nah, good. And then so let's let's talk about your favourite part of your your fitness. Um, you know what you do out of the week. What's your favourite part there? Oh, Have you got a favourite class that you teach throughout the week? Or? It's just a, so my strength group, I do um, two upper, two lower and a conditioning class, weighted conditioning. So the strength group is definitely my favourite. Um, yeah, and I love upper. <laughs> I would just do, I've got massive abs. I would just do an <laughs> upper all day long. And I just, I just love the feeling you get afterwards. Like some days I like, up in the morning, I'm thinking, oh, quarter to six, I have to do these classes. And I'm not kidding you. As soon as I finish, you just feel amazing. I mean, I cycle to work as well, so it's about six miles. So some days I can get to work at eight o'clock and I've done about 9,000 steps, you know. Ah, oh, like, good. <laughs> it just makes you feel amazing. Nah, totally. Even the days you can't be bothered, you should just try and do it because honestly, it'll make you feel so much better. Nah, definitely. I, I, totally, sure I totally agree with, you know, the mindset. Um, you know, had, you know, for example, say you've been at work all day, right? And, you know, you're, overthinking oh god I've got that workout to do tonight you know or I need to go to the gym or a class tonight you know you're you're really putting pressure on yourself the full day because you're not really wanting to do it if you do it first thing before your work then you've got free time in the evening also what I would say is I think see if you do get up and train in the morning you're more inclined to be good throughout the day because you've got up you've done your training you've set yourself off in a good foot and I think I, like I eat healthier so the days that I maybe don't train, I just, I, I just, I, I don't feel as good and I don't eat as good either. Um, I would say all the girls that's in my group, most of them have been on it since the beginning of January. And the ones that actually have made the most weight loss and are the most consistent are the ones that go up and do all my life classes and don't do them on repeat. So at first, like, there's no way I can up at 6am and now it's just part of their life. So it's yeah. always the same yeah. as live um, every morning and they're the ones that have had the three stone weight losses and maintained it and it's just like part of their life now it's like so nice to see I had a girl this week reach four stone weight loss and when uh, she joined my group she couldn't do a sit-up she couldn't do a press-up and we had a press-up challenge uh, last month and I think she managed some like 21 pre full press-ups on her toes from not being able to do one she sent me videos look I can do a full sit-up now <laughs> she's like it's, it's, it's so nice to see I've got another girl who Managed 50 press-ups and she couldn't do one in January. It's like, it's so lovely. And I've got three sisters I train who I think have lost over a hundred pounds between them. They're never ever exercising their life, been in every day under the sun. And now they've been coming to me, I think for three times a week since April and they're just doing absolutely amazing. They're so strong. It's just stronger than me now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's... No, definitely. So. It's good to hear uh, inspirational stories, you know, because um, I think a lot of that goes unnoticed within the fitness industry. Definitely. Um, so let's talk about how would you compare your fitness levels um, from pre-COVID to post-COVID? 
Oh God. I mean, I would always say I've always I've always had some level of fitness. Fitness has always been a big a big part of my life. But in terms of like my physique, um yeah, I'm miles ahead than I was before. And also, like I would go and do three classes one after the other, and then maybe like maybe do something in the morning before work. I don't now I can just work out 40 minutes to an hour max. Um four four or five times a week and like I, I'm probably fitter than I've ever been. Um, so you don't have to do like three hours of exercise every single day and like oh. <laughs> eat um, 1200 calories <laughs> no totally Lindsay and then for yourself on a personal level how did you cope with the pandemic and this is it's going to sound terrible but the pandemic was like the best year of my life so I turned 40 and I was absolutely dreading turning 40 like I'm not I had like a bit of a meltdown the year before and I went a bit crazy and uh, I did not want to be 40. I do not know why. And it's actually been the best year of my life. Like, I opened up so many doors. I opened up so many opportunities. I started a, a business from my living room, jumping about, doing weights in my living room to 600 people. Um, obviously, I was working right through as well, which was quite challenging in the hospital. So I saw the horrendous things that were happening. Like, all yeah. oh, people being unwell. It had a massive effect on my staff on my patients, it was really an emotional time. Um, but out with that, like my life changed completely and it's probably like the best year of my life. I'm, I've done something I've wanted to do for years. And what I would say to people is like, if there's something you want to do, just go for it. Don't wait, the time's never going to be right. Just go for it. You have to be a beginner once, you have to be bad at something before you get good at something. Just life's too short, just follow your dreams and uh, you can be whatever you want to be. It's like. Yeah, it's amazing. I just wish I'd done this years ago. <laughs> nah, totally, Lindsay. And then let, let's chat about um, mental health. So do you believe that, you know, obviously with the gyms reopening and, you know, exercise classes, it's definitely a benefit of mental health? Well, 100%. I mean, I actually, I think exercise in general is a massive benefit for mental health. I was really unwell in my 20s, like, um anxiety depression I actually took an overdose once because I was so depressed like it was the worst period of my life and what got me out of that was I just started swimming again I started that's when I first started going to gym as well and yeah. I would say if I didn't like walk and swim and exercise like my, my mental health would have been in my boots that 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 is what got me out of that hole yeah. and I know now like I had a knee injury a few years ago and I wasn't allowed to train I wasn't allowed to walk and I was sitting in floods of tears. I was so depressed. I was so low. I think it gives you those endorphins. And then the physio said, look, you can swim, but only front crawls had to keep my legs straight. <laughs> so I went and swam about 100 miles every day. Um, <laughs> loads of muscle mass, but I, I did feel good doing something. I just think if you're feeling down, don't ruminate in it. Don't just lie there. Just get out, go for a walk, go for some fresh air, and you just feel 100 times better. No, totally. Right, so let's, we've obviously spoke about your, the good parts of your journey, so let's talk about your bad habits. My bad habits? Oh, I drink too much Prosecco. <laughs> 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 that, that is it. Um, and nutrition-wise, I'm good. All the, like, it doesn't, my nutrition doesn't really change from weekdays to weekends. I wouldn't say I eat a lot more at the weekends, but I probably yeah. like my Prosecco, so I, I, I do like Prosecco on a Saturday. Um, and yeah, that's probably my bad habit. So, but you're allowed that once a week. Yeah, I. 
once a week. This week I had some on Friday as well. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I'm quite lucky and, I, and it doesn't take much to get me tipsy, so I can't really drink very much, so I don't really get hangovers because I can never drink enough because a couple of glasses <laughs> of wine and I'm like thunderbirding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fantastic. And then, you know, within the industry or, you know, because obviously you've just started, um, but... You know, looking back when you were going to fitness classes, etc., what would you say one of your pet hates was or is within the industry? Oh, I think sometimes, I mean, like, I just think some people in the industry can be like quite bitchy towards each other, and I'm just not into that at all. But in the same hand, like, there's other people who are so nice to me. I would like people messaging me that I don't even know. saying they've been watching my journey over the past year and it's really nice to see me grow and flourish and I think like that's that is so lovely like giving somebody a compliment and helping somebody is, is not going to make you any less do you know what I mean so um but I have been trolled a wee bit online as well which wasn't very nice and I right. had update profiles saying I can't swear on here but uh, right. yeah which I mean that wasn't very nice um yeah um, and I don't know if you saw my story today, apparently I, I, I had a bad accident and uh, I speak quite husky because I, I lost, I nearly lost my voice. I nearly died actually. So my voice has held me back. And this woman met one of my clients and she said she was training with me and she was like, oh my God, what is wrong with her voice? I don't know how you can listen to that. That voice goes right through me. And I found that really hurtful. So yeah. I just hate stuff like that. I don't know why people just can't be nice. It's, like, nah, yeah. totally, Lindsay. Um, so hence the reason why I've, st- I've kind of started this podcast. So I've started, so I've been involved with health and fitness probably since about the end of 2012 when I had my, my weight loss um, yeah. at Glasgow Club Global. So I was just a pool lifeguard and yeah. I got nutrition advice and I got my gym, um, gym instructor give me a wee program. I started going to classes. I was one of the people that used to go to back-to-back classes, so I used to go to Metafit. I've probably and, seen you there, I mean. <laughs> um, Metafit and G-Cycle, um, or vice versa. But i done that five times a week, and i done that yeah. six weeks. And then within my six weeks, I lost two stone. And okay. from there, I was hooked. And then, obviously, I put myself through my qualifications. And then, you know, since then, I've loved fitness, you know. Um, but I think what you said there, a lot of people in the, the fitness industry um, can be toxic. Um, so so I, I definitely believe that, you know, we're, we're all qualified. We can all learn from one another. We can all network. We can all be business partners. You know, um, if I'm no good at something, or oh, by the way, Lindsay's good at this, I will refer you, vice versa, you know. Um, but yeah, I totally... So this is why I've started this, is because I think I need to have a different angle, a different view on fitness. So everybody's got a story. So that's why I've started this. So, and it, I think it's nice to hear everybody's stories and just to know that we are normal people. And like, I had a call from a lady today. It's just on five stone and she doesn't know where to start. And I said, well, this is sure you've started now and that you're taking the first step, you know, and that's all you have to do is just take that first step. Yeah. Uh, be consistent and have patience. I think everybody wants everything 
happened to happen yesterday, you know, but you just have to like start. That's the first thing you have to do is just start progress a wee bit more each day for you and just be consistent and good things come. And I think for a lot of people in my group, like I've said that this has been life changing for them, like, um, and they've never ever felt so good. You know, I had a lady in my group who's ran the race for life. Can I say her name? Karen Lappin has run the race for life for 21 years, right? 21 years. This year is the first time she'd ever the confidence to do it in shorts. She messaged me that and I was crying. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I think, how nice is that? Do you know yeah. Like, no, yeah. Total, totally. Okay, so let's talk about um, fitness. Your, your favourite exercise, Lindsay. What what would that be? Oh, I don't know. I love, oh, God, I love them all. Um, deadlifting, probably. And it's the one on the um, oh, and pull-ups and deadlifts, I think. So the other two, um, well, deadlifts in particular, I'm not that great at, but I love them. So I've been trying to get my weight up to 100. I'm, I'm, I'm up at 84 just now, but every time I, I go that wee bit further, it always seems to hurt my back. So yeah, I like and I like a hip thrust as well. Thrust yeah. is a must. <laughs> okay, so say you went to a class or you know you went to the gym. Yeah. What would be the worst type of exercise that you absolutely hate? Oh, Bulgarian split squats. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them, but they're so good for you. I do do them. I've got them in my program twice a week, but I hate them. <laughs> ah, good. And then what's What's Lindsay's type of music that gets you going? What's your jam? <laughs> that's a country in Paris. <laughs> I love country. <laughs> country, right? Okay. Country. I, I, I like. I don't know if you've ever heard of somebody called Nathan Carter. He's a young country, country and western singer, but just I love it in country. Uh, ah, fantastic. So that's your G, jam. But a GBX as well is quite good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then say your playlist is mucked up. And it's put the worst type of music that would really demotivate you. What would that be? I hate classical music and I don't really like rap music. Um, yeah, probably them too. Ah, right, okay. Grime, is that, is that what you call it? Grime. I'm, now I'm showing my age, am <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I think the, the one that comes up the most is uh, puts everybody off is rap music. I don't know really into rap music, no. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about your your best memory of your fitness journey so far. Um, probably when I, I ran a marathon, um, the Loch Ness Marathon for charity, uh, for breast cancer charity, about probably about ten years. It was a wee while ago anyway. Um, and I've never I signed up to it. I've never actually ran in my life. My auntie got diagnosed with breast cancer, and I, I just to this height of emotion, I thought I wanted to do something for for her. So I decided yeah. to sign up for the marathon told everybody, wished I hadn't told everybody because I'm like, how am I going to learn to run? I actually never ran ever. So I think I finished it and I was 85th fastest female and it was just, it was, I felt amazing. Probably the, my biggest achievement. I'll, um, I'll never want to run another one right enough. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I can agree with you on that one. <laughs> so for yourself, Lindsay, um, obviously you've had a big transformation over the last year or so. Um, so what's the best compliment you've received within your journey or an overall um, feedback? Oh, God, I get loads of really nice feedback. It's more like, I mean, just, I just get such nice feedback from group all the time, like how I'm inspirational, how I've changed their life, how I'm motivational, how like 
they've never been this happy, they've never felt so good. Um, I, I train a lot of mums who are around the same age as me and they're all like, this is the fittest I've ever been. So yeah. it's just, I mean, my husband, some days I'm sitting there he's crying, he's like, what are you keeping from? Listen to this message, do you know? It's like, <laughs> they overwhelmed and I'm always, like, he's just overwhelming the amount of lovely messages I have off people. So, yeah, um, yeah it's so nice. Okay, so you've obviously, you've, we've spoke about your, you know, your, in the last year, you've passed your PT and your level two. So mm. what would you say is your best accomplishment so far? What, like fitness related? Yeah, and within your fitness journey, you know, from obviously passing your qualifications to setting up your wee business. Yeah, I think probably, well, all that, just setting up the business and then I've actually got a, a gym built in my garden now. So it was like, see, a year ago, if somebody turned around and said, you're going to have over 400 clients on your group, have a gym in your garden. It's like, I, I, honest to God, I've never, never in a million years believed anything, anything like this was possible. I thought I'd become a PT, maybe go and work in a gym, maybe just earn an extra 500 pounds a month or something like that. Like, I was like, I, I'm still overwhelmed now. Like, I just cannot believe, like, how successful it's been and how many people I'm able to help and network with and it's just like phenomenal I'm so grateful to every single one of my clients every day because they're such an amazing bunch of people it's such a great wee community and like yeah overwhelmed still <laughs> I have to pinch myself all the time <laughs> no, like, fantastic so throughout your journey um who would you say has been inspirational for yourself Lindsay um, oh, Laura Mullen, who was my PT, um, absolutely. Uh, Christian Hill, who's my online coach now. He's, I mean, right from the beginning, I didn't, I've never, I've never met him before, and I reached out to him a couple of times, and he always like voice noted me and get back to me. Um, so Kelly D, who runs Glasgow Southside Strength and Conditioning, that's probably how I actually first learned to love weightlifting, and she's a absolutely amazing person um god there's so many people who uh, chris bradley as well i did the upgraded coach for chris bradley and he was phenomenal yeah but even generally all through my like the classes at the glasgow clubs you know like tommy callery and mclaughlin um it's just oh there's so many <laughs> fantastic and then obviously you spoke about earlier um that you don't really go on the scales, right? Okay. Yeah. So, do you track your own fitness goals? You know, <laughs> now I've got a coach. I always, I did, I, I used to track and then my life was kind of taken over a wee bit by training other people and I was getting to a space where I was a bit overwhelmed by everything I hadn't been doing anything for myself. So I've started tracking my own fitness goals now. Because um, I think you need to progress, you need to have a plan and you need to have like, an end point as well so yeah I'm back to tracking again track, trying to increase my weight and my reps every week um, I'm working towards performance goals so yeah I do know oh, fantastic and then so if I was to ask you I'll say what's the one thing that you would like to achieve within your fitness your own uh, personal fitness and the next year what would that be um, actually Want to be able to do eight full pull-ups, four sets of eight full pull-ups, get to 100 kg in my deadlift, get back up to 90 in my squats, and 
I'm going to sign up for a big event. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know if it's going to be quite a fancy a triathlon, but I'm definitely going to sign up for something about August, September and work towards it. So I'm still trying to think what that is. No, I get um, And I'd love to try CrossFit as well. <laughs> okay. So you, you've never done CrossFit, no? No. No. My range of movement is not that great. I, my, my squat depth, I squat quite high. So, but thing is, you're never going to get good at something unless you, unless you try. No, exactly, Lindsay. And then before we round up, I've still got a couple of questions, um, but I'm going to give you quick fire questions. Uh-huh. So, cardio or weights? Oh, weights. <laughs> <laughs> what about burpees? Yes or no? Oh, I love burpees, but I will dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably know the answer to the next one. Squat or deadlift? Deadlift. <laughs> okay. And then... Fitness classes or the gym? The gym, 100%. Last year, I probably said fitness classes, but now the gym. Okay. And then, you know, where, where would you like to see your business within the next year to three years? Um, I'd, I'd actually probably like to own a bigger gym um, eventually. Um, I want to take and a bit more into online coaching so I've just I've just started some online coaching clients but I just would like to go that side of the business a bit more and um, yeah just be able to train as many people as possible and impact as many people as I possibly can um, but as long as it continues to grow as it is just now I'll be happy so no fantastic and then where can people find you online Lindsay like social media well I'm on Facebook um, just my own Facebook, just Lindsay Foster. And then I've got a business one, Lindsay Foster Fitness. And on Instagram, just Lindsay Foster Fitness on Instagram as well. No, ah, good. Okay. So for anyone starting up their, their own wee business or their own getting involved, um, you know, pushing themselves out to do the qualifications, what advice would you give them? First of all, just don't even think about it. Just go and get signed up. I've had a few people message me. You know, was thinking about this. Don't, just stop thinking. Just go and do it. You can still be thinking about it in six months' time, and in that six months, you could easily pass your level two. It's definitely, without a doubt, the best thing I've ever done. And there's so many opportunities out there. Like I'm doing everything online, which is great for me because I'm a mum. I can do it from the house. But like, can working at like gym. It's it's absolutely amazing. It's the most rewarding job ever. Hundred percent. No, definitely. <laughs> and then before we round up, Lindsay, have you got any questions for myself? No, I'm just wanting to say thanks very much for inviting me on. This has been lovely. I've never done a podcast before. I was a wee bit nervous at the beginning, but um, yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic. No, thank you. (laughs) No, it was great to to have you on and listen to your journey. And and what we'll do, um, middle of 2022, we'll do part two of Lindsay um, to to see how your business is growing and and um, what big challenge you've signed up to as well. I know, I need to think about that big challenge, definitely. And I, like, I used to always go to Glasgow Club Gorbals, but I've not been down for a wee while. So the next time, maybe, I was in there last Saturday, actually. That was the first. So I'll maybe see you the next time I'm there. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you, Lindsay. All right, that's great, Scott. Thanks very much. Cheers. Right, bye.